So today the Lord uh, recounts the parable of the talents. Now, uh, in English, the way this is translated, the word talent obviously has uh, two meanings. We generally don't know that it has two meanings, but uh, in the way it's translated from uh, the original uh, Greek or Hebrew, uh, is a talent was a quantity, it was a weight of silver. So a talent was 33 kilos of silver. So when this landowner entrusts five talents to uh, one, of his, one of his servants, that's 165 kilos of silver, which is a lot, obviously. I think we'd be fairly happy to be entrusted with something like that. Uh, and then two uh, is 30 kilos, uh, 66 kilos, and then the one guy gets uh, 33 kilos. So, so they're given uh, something material that they can trade with, that they're supposed to take care of, that they're actually supposed to multiply. So they're given a certain responsibility, but the idea isn't to as such sit on your laurels. Now that I have this, this, this security, financial security, I now no longer need to do anything, and I can just enjoy life. Uh, that's not how the Lord sees things. He entrusts us with something and wants us to do something with it. Right? So he entrusts us, entrusts us with, I've heard it said by some American preachers, which I quite like, three T's, time, treasure, or talent. Time, treasure, or talent. So with our time, we can give back to people, we can serve people, we can take part in, in a voluntary organization, we can serve the church, even the Eucharistic Adoration Committee here, giving time uh, to trying to promote something uh, of great value, infinite value, uh, in, the, in the diocese giving our time, giving our treasure. So there are people then who maybe you know, haven't got much time or they don't live here very often or whatever it may be, uh, but, they, but they're quite well-to-do, they have disposable income, and they're willing to, to give that to supporting a charity or the church or, or someone in need. Again, if that's what the Lord has given you, use that, use that. Or then our, our talents, those who have organizational abilities or singing abilities or those who can hold their breath for two minutes or those who can touch their toes. Use your abilities to, to, to glorify God in some way. You know, uh, do a fundraiser or whatever it may be. So the Lord gives us, gives us these abilities and talents and resources but actually expects something of us in return. Now, it's, it's not that he's being mean. It's not that he's giving us a gift and there's a massive string attached to it. Uh, but he's, he's giving us something in order that we learn how to use these things well. Uh, like if you have children, if you give them, you know, we all hopefully started with, with those little plastic tool kits, you know, the little plastic hammer, the little plastic screwdriver, the little plastic saw, and the little plastic ruler and all the rest, you know, and you go around and you kind of, you know, pretend to be a, pretend to be a carpenter. And eventually, then, when you're you know, seven months old, they give you the, the real things, with the real blades and the, you know, the real chisels, um, which is great. So you, 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 you progress, you learn, you learn how to use these things. You start with the, with the plastic harmless yokes, but then you eventually learn to use real tools that can do real things and fix real furniture or you know, repair real things that need to be done around the house. So we, we, we progress. We, 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 learn, we learn how to fumble around with these things, but eventually, eventually we have to start doing something. You know, we have intelligence, which is great. Maybe we're really good at card games. But eventually we have to, have to start using that intelligence for something productive. You know, go through school and college, university, and now that you have all these brains, what are you going to do with it? Because you could just sit there and, you know, be really smart in learning how to cheat the system and maybe gamble your way through life. Or you can get a job and work and provide 
and take care of your family and provide a bit of security and a bit of uh, you know, a future for, for your children who have two or three kids in college, watch the savings drain. You know? So like, we, we, with our brains, with, our, with whatever we have been given, our talents, our bodies, our abilities, our treasure, the Lord wants us to actually do something with that. But the key, is, the key thing is here that the key lesson we need to learn with whatever we do with our time, talent, or treasure is that these are given to us for others. For others. And that's the bit that today's world might, might find a bit kind of hard to understand because it's, you know, it's all about being the best you can be and all about self-realization and it's all about you. But the way the Lord sees things, whatever he gives us, is that you can use this for the good of others. Use it for the common good. Otherwise, our gifts just make us selfish. Our talents make us egocentric. Our treasure makes us arrogant. And we, it ru- all these gifts then, these, these things given to us by God, actually end up ruining us. So what we're supposed to do is learn how to use all of these talents for the good of others. Use our brains for the good of others. Use our ability for the good of others. And imagine like if everyone did that. Imagine if all of our abilities, if everyone, is trying, if everyone is striving to do the best for others. And, and you do see this in certain communities or in certain churches where this is the case. And, and it's fantastic. It's so, it's, you see it actually often in Ireland, it's probably one of the most prominent uh, occasions where we see this is actually around uh, the bereavement of someone. When someone has passed away and you see a community come together, as we've seen here in, in, in Clonmel recently as well, how not only the community, but the whole town, even the whole nation to a degree, has come together in sympathy with the, 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 the families of the four young people, or the, yeah, the four young people who passed away tragically in that accident. And you see, especially in, in, in rural Ireland, when someone dies and you see the, the, the neighbours coming around with amazing things that you mightn't think of, like they come over with a, a roast chicken and some roast spuds so the family don't have to cook the following day. Because they, you know, they can just take care of all the guests coming and going. And you know, someone to come over with a, a tray of sandwiches and a couple of tarts. And then they say those magical words. You know, if it's anything I can ever do, just let me know. Just give me a shout. I'm just over the road. Anything you ever want, just let me know. If you want me to watch the kids, I'll take the dogs for a walk. I'll, you know, just those kind of practical things. With my time, I'll serve you because you're in need. It's, just, it's, it's so beautiful to see this in, in, in a community. But that's, that's what I'm talking about here. That's using our time or our talent, or our treasure for others, for others. Do you know, if, if someone's a, an amazing preacher or speaker or politician, but they use it just to, to, to further their own ego, it just it bears no fruit. It's better, it's better they didn't have that ability. It's better it was taken from them. So the Lord, he entrusts different degrees of talents, and this is it might seem a little unfair, like in, in the gospel passage. Uh, to one, he entrusts five talents. That's a lot of responsibility. But then the next isn't four. The next person is two. And the last person is one. So this, is actually, so this one particular person is very responsible or has been entrusted with an awful lot. But an awful lot is expected of them. So when we've been given, to whom much has been given, much is expected. You know, it's very easy for us to maybe point the finger at those who are more well-off than us or more talented than us and say, oh, look at them, they have everything and look how, how amazing their life is. 
yeah, more is expected of them. You know, if, you get things, if you're like a public figure and you're famous and everyone knows you, your responsibility, your influence now is far greater. Your influence for good and your influence for bad. So much more is expected of you. So we don't need to compare ourselves to others and their level of, of talent or giftedness. Do your best with what you have. Do your best with what you have. Interestingly, when the various servants come back to this rich man, the, the, the landowner, with their various uh, results, so the, the, the five who had five talents who made five more. Well done, good and faithful servant, is the reaction. You have shown that you can be trusted in small things. 165 kilos of silver, you can be trusted with small things. In God's eyes, he just doesn't care about what we consider often so important, like material things and the accumulation of wealth. He just doesn't care because it doesn't matter. It's a small thing. It'll be here today, gone tomorrow. What does matter is the good we do with these things. That lasts forever. The lives saved because of you know, courageous doctors coming out uh, in the public sphere, uh, in, uh, taking a pro-life stance, that the lives saved by that, then those lives go on to get married and have kids of their own. There's a whole stream of who knows at the end of time how many it'll be, thousands of people saved <laughs> because of, of you using your voice and your education and your brains. Or uh, charitable organisations, you know, because they were built up and wealthy people supported them. Again, homeless people saved from who knows what fate because of the generosity of these people. These are the things that last. That's what counts. So in that context, you can see the, the reaction then when the, 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 one, the, the one talent comes and says, you gave me a talent, I gave it back to you. There you go. That's what she's saying, almost like, oh, what's your problem? You gave me 33 kilos of silver, I'm giving it back to you. I didn't steal it, didn't waste it, didn't lose it. I buried it. So... We're all good, right? We're all square. And you wicked and lazy servant is the reaction of the landowner. Because you weren't supposed to do nothing with it. <clears throat> and you also weren't supposed to do something for yourself with it. You were supposed to help others with it. But you did nothing with it. And I think for, for teachers as well, when teachers see students in, in, in a classroom with so much potential, uh, so, you know, so much ability and then maybe get into the wrong circles or, or just not studying or not trying or maybe having a, a difficult family background where it's more important for them to stay alive rather than just finish the lean cert. Uh, and you can see all this potential which just, when it's not used, it can just fizzle away. Heartbreaking. Really sad to see something like that. So the Lord wants us to use everything that we have been given for others. And we can. We can. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've shown you can be faithful in small things. I will trust you with greater. And what's the conclusion then? What's the last part of the reaction of the, the, the wealthy landowner? Come and join in your master's happiness. So the key to all of this then, this selflessness and this service and this living for others and this using of my talents for the good of others, what's the, the end result of it? Happiness. 
which obviously if you fast forward uh, to, to our experience, it means heaven. It's eternal happiness. We serve people as long as we live here. Our time will then be up. And then the help of God and through his mercy, we go to heaven where there is eternal happiness. So all of, our, all of the use of our talent, our treasure, or our time for others, we won't regret a single minute of it. We won't regret a single act of love that we've done that has benefited another. So Lord, we ask you today to help us to be wise and faithful servants. We ask you, Lord, that whatever we have, we can use it for good, that we can help young people, that we can help the church, that we can help the needy, the poor, that we can help the sick. Lord, we ask that all that you have given us, we might return to you, all for the greater glory of the Father, and that we might hear those words in our own ears. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have shown that you can be faithful in small things. I will trust you with greater. Come and join in your master's happiness. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, this is Father Patrick Cahill here. Thank you so much for joining us for our homilies here on YouTube or whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, I work here in a place called Holy Family Mission where we form young people in the faith. We have a great need here in Ireland and indeed across the world of knowing our faith and being capable of going out there and sharing it uh, competently with others. If we can't understand our faith, if we don't know our faith, we can't uh, bring anybody into it. No one is brought into the faith. Uh, no one is compelled to come into the faith. People see us live the faith. So in order to, to live it, we have to know what the Lord is expecting of us. So our goal here is to form young people in the faith, and we're starting into our eighth year now, which is a great privilege and uh, a great joy for us all. We're starting on 24th of September. We are in need of benefactors, though. Uh, we have a, a beautiful house which was given to us here by the Rossminian Order. Uh, it's fantastic, it's wonderful, but it is high maintenance, and these days all those things are very expensive. If you feel the Holy Spirit moving your heart to support our mission here in Holy Family, we're hoping to raise about €25,000 before uh, 20, the 24th of September, before the start of the year here. We're about, we have about 10000 raised so far, but we need your help to, to get to twenty five if we can. We have some renovations to do on the house here, and we need to support uh, our young people as they come in here to start this year of faith formation. So if the Holy Spirit is asking you to prayer to support us financially, please, please do so on our website, holyfamilymission.ie. Uh, if not, please pray for us. Please pray that uh, our mission here will always be protected and that we'll always do the will of God and that his glory may be made manifest in all that we do and all that is done through Holy Family and all that, that they do, uh, all that the Holy Family Mission team will do throughout the year and all that the alumni will do uh, in their various workplaces uh, and study uh, universities, colleges, wherever they'll be afterwards. We ask that the Lord will always guide them to be effective ministers of uh, Christ's word in the world. So please feel free uh, to support our mission and please pray for us. God bless. Bye now.